What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? Welcome to the Reformatory Podcast, the place where we, with greater and lesser degrees of success, try to ask and answer the questions of life and theology correctly. My name is Daniel Corey. I'm a local church pastor in Kirkland, Washington. And I am Josh Loftus, ecclesiological (laughs) archaeologist. Use your words. Seeking after the Holy Grail of church membership. Try it one more time. I couldn't couldn't do it. The ecclesiastical. Ecclesiastical archaeologist seeking after the Holy Grail grail of <laughs> hold on people we got this we got this and i'm josh loftus ecclesiastical archaeologist seeking after the holy grail of church membership there you go it do only you, took me three times do you think you'll have to battle in uh, an ancient night to get it if if i am not having to run down corridors with a giant boulder chasing me yeah uh then it's 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 not worth it i think that was the lost ark but that was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. yeah. That's that that's the that's the, the thing. Holy Grail that, is the, that's, that's, that's the third going. one though. That's true. Both are it's Indiana Jones. Both are Indiana Jones. You just want to have a whip and that awesome fedora that he wore. He, he dude, he did us. Yeah. He he rocked that fedora. Yes, he Harrison did. Ford's the only one that could really make a fedora look good. Yes. Yeah. How's your week been, been, man? My week has been good. It's been very good. Uh we went to a sweet conference that I think we're going to talk about maybe on the next podcast because yes, this Here's the thing, Daniel. Yeah. My week was going good. It was a great it was a great Saturday. I slept in a little bit, woke up, talked with my wife. We were having a great, great day. And then something happened. You first a pumpkin spice latte. That and I spilled it on my white shirt. Okay. So that happened first. <laughs> okay. So that kind of primed the pump. <laughs> Second uh, you and I are in this Facebook group together. It's uh-huh. a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's normally very chill, very, very amicable, very great, great people. Yep. A lot of fun, a lot of good discussion. There was a post there that I read, and again, like I realized, like, oh, it's Facebook. What do you expect? Yes, I, I, I understand. No excuse. There's no excuse for keyboard warriors, right? Um, okay. There was a guy that posted in that group today with an honest question. It was an honest struggle. Mm-hmm. An honest question. He he you know, he he the question was, Hey, you know, I've got this problem with reformed culture. Okay. In regards to like cage stagery, things like that. Sure. Uh, reformed people being labeled as arrogant and a lot of the problems that are associated with calling yourself a Calvinist, right? And you and I have touched on this a little bit. Yep. Um, there are legitimate problems, and it's because of that that I usually don't lead with calling myself reformed or a Calvinist because there's a lot of baggage that goes with that. Okay. Um, and he was making the point like, hey, look, I've got this uh, I've got this problem with doing it. Uh, am I wrong? Right. Uh, which is a fair question, especially he has if a you're problem in, with doing what he has a problem with the label with with labeling himself Calvinist he has Be- a because of, of because of the con- connotations. The 
Yeah, because of the baggage. Okay. You know, um, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't, we actually haven't talked about this. I don't know if we actually agree. I, I actually agree with him. I think there's so much baggage that goes with the term Calvinism. You are constantly having to redefine it. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean we throw it all out, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of work that has to be done. But anyway, it was a good question. And uh, he got a lot of a lot of good good responses. Uh, people saying, "No, you know, don't you know?" As you know, the doctrine's important, but let's let's remember it's biblical doctrine. It's not doctrine of Calvin, right? It's that's that's important to remember. Um, and then, and then you saw my post. And then no, no, no I didn't see you no. at all there. No. You were you were very you were like hiding in the it, shadows. It is hard to lure me out of the shadows. <laughs> it really on is social media because it's uh, just um, not a good idea. But so what did you see anyway? Then this guy pipes up. This dude. I'm not going to name names. This dude. This this dude comes out of the woodwork and throws a bomb in that he comes right out calling this dude a whiner, saying, oh, I just wish we were all as holy as you. That's a real quote. Uh, okay. Calling him oversensitive, saying that uh, he's shouldn't be thinking what he's thinking, calling him a holier than thou saying that he's complaining about things that don't matter. Okay. I got angry, Daniel. <laughs> I was I was angry this morning. <laughs> how tempted were you to respond to that person with a how dare you? Uh I had the Mark Driscoll like gif queued up and I almost but I didn't. I didn't. I was very proud of myself. Sanctification is real, thankfully. But uh it's I, I it, it, you know, it threw me for a loop this morning, Daniel. It did. It threw me for a loop because I find myself getting very frustrated, I think, with the cage stage uh, because one, I was there for so long. Are you looking at your phone while we're talking? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the thread. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was looking staring, at what, I was looking staring at what at you the actually thread? said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see what you said. How did I do? Did I do okay? We'll talk about this later. Oh, no. Okay, well, there goes the membership. <laughs> Better be looking for a different Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it no, threw, no, me, it threw yeah. me for a loop because here, yeah. here's this brother, and this is just the antithesis of what we are talking about. I think a big reason for this podcast, here we have this brother sharing his thoughts, sharing his concerns, and looking for honest feedback. And he said in his post multiple times, I'm not looking to fight. I'm not looking to start, you know, start start some some yeah, sort of he debate. Says, he says like, please, I don't want to fight. I'm right. starving. Right. Uh, be the gentle. I beg you to be the gentleman that you are. Yeah, the gentleman. That's yes. a very nice way to put it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. It's 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 very very nice. But then out of the woodwork comes this individual and just clocks Cage, him. Cagey Carl. Cagey, Cagey. Yes, we'll call him Carl. Yeah. It's not his name, no, it's but not. we'll call him Cagey Carl. Um, and yeah, it just, it just stresses, and I know, I know we're riffing on this, but it just stresses the importance of this podcast, I think, and the importance of us reformed people realizing that we are not here in this world to make people Calvinists. Say what? Oh, sorry. So do I need to, (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. Did I? (laughs) Why are we doing this podcast, Josh? That's not our goal. We are not here to make people Calvinists. That conference that we were at, uh, there's the fire conference. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic. Jim Neuheiser dropped a bomb. The man. He said, there are Arminians out there much more holy than some of you Calvinists. It 
Oh, it got really quiet in the room. Oh, it got so quiet. <laughs> that was amazing. Jim is a man. Jim is a stud muffin. Um, I will I feel say stud yep, you can do muffin. That. You have all the freedom. Chocolate <laughs> chip. Delicious stud muffin. It was amazing. It when was a fantastic said, when, when he said that, like, I, I had a high estimation for Jim going into that. Oh, yeah. When he said it, I oh, was like. Way up. And, and that's this why is why that. this guy is my jam. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. But we need that because we are a graceless we, we can people. Be. We can be. We can be. More often than not. I know some, really, I know some really gracious Calvinists. And, and they are the some, quiet ones. They, yeah, they're not the ones. <laughs> they're not the loud ones. Uh, keyboard warrior, warrioring. Keyboard warriorists. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So what's our topic for today, Josh? Well, ironically, Daniel. <laughs> is it, though? Is it? Is it, though? Ironically, our, our topic for today is grace alone. We are continuing our series in the solas, the five and, solas and of the you, Reformation. And to some Calvinists out there, that doesn't mean you have to be gracious one time. No, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be like Peter. It's like, well, how many times do I have to be gracious? Uh, is seven times sola, enough? Sola gratia. Yes. Gracious one time. That gracious one. Solus once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gracious once. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's, it's part of the five souls of the Reformation, and right. it emphasizes that salvation is a result of grace alone, not grace plus something else. Exactly, which obviously flew in the face again of... When the solace came out, the Catholic Church of the day was very emphasizing works mm-hmm. um, as a major and vital part of salvation that, yes, it was based on the merit of Christ. But if you wanted salvation, pay us some cachiche, right? <laughs> Get some money. Put that cheddar and, in the box. Put that cheddar in the box. Yeah. And uh, yes, and uh, and do these things. Go on your pilgrimages. Sure. Kiss the feet of the saints. Uh, kiss the feet. Kiss, kiss the feet. I think feet is plural and singular, but it's all right. Did I say feet? <laughs> yeah, you totally did. <laughs> Kiss all the footses. The footses. <laughs> your, your inner smeagol came out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the footses. Uh, yeah, no, no. So, yeah. so, Josh, how would you define grace? Entry-level definition. It's a word we use all the time, but yep. um, one that we're poor at, we're poor at showing the, 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 of grace that is grace we are. Um, yeah. but how do you define it entry level entry level uh i have always found it beneficial and helpful to me to remind myself that grace is a gift therefore grace is receiving something we do not deserve mm-hmm. uh mercy, so like the classical rendition would be unmerited unmerited favor, favor yeah. would be the classical theological that's what you would find in yeah. In the Sistheos, right? The street uh, level is, I get stuff I didn't deserve. That's right. That's Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you gave me a present that I didn't earn. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically grace, um, which is, unironically, that's salvation. That's what mm-hmm. salvation is, right? And that's what the Reformers were saying that was very much in the face of the Catholic Church of the day that was saying, you can earn this, mm-hmm. or you have to earn this if you sure. want it, right? And it's, it's kind of the other side of the coin from mercy, Right. So it is. grace is yep. receiving that which I did not deserve. Yep. And mercy is the other side of that coin where it's I don't receive that what I, I did do. deserve. I did deserve exactly. wrath. I don't receive it. Therefore, God is merciful. Right. I do receive the merits of Christ, though I didn't deserve them. Could you say that you never have mercy without grace? I'm just having this thought now. This could be wrong. Could you say that we ever receive grace without also receiving mercy? Are they always hand in hand? Um, I'm trying to think of a scenario where it would I'm just be I'm thinking of grace. like common grace. God shows common grace. I know some people don't like, 
I, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. see the benefit of this where yeah. there there are some who would say don't use grace in non-saving contexts. So rather than talking sure. of God's common grace to the world, they usually use the word kindness to help keep those categories clean. Okay. Actually, I actually sure. think there's some benefit to it. Sure. sure. Um, can God be kind to people without being merciful? Yeah, he's kind to lost, you know, the lost who sure. will never turn to him, but he will... He's being patient with them, but he will ultimately give sure. them their deserved punishment. Deserved desserts. Yeah, I was going to say it, but I was like, oh. <laughs> Josh makes me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. So, so, great, so grace is, is favor we don't deserve. It is favor from God that we don't deserve, specifically in the realm um, of salvation. It's yeah. the grace that God has given to save us. It's the grace of Christ dying for his people when they didn't deserve it. Um, and yeah, that is, that is at the core of salvation, right? Again, these five solars are the pillars of Christianity. We must believe in grace alone that salvation comes to us, not by works, yeah, but by grace in order for salvation to actually be true for it to be a true gospel. Right. So let's, let's please set out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And if salvation is by grace alone, mm-hmm. th- that does that mean that I contribute nothing to it? <laughs> depends on what you mean by that. <laughs> um, I would say, yes, that means that the salvation that you have been given, you contributed the sin that made it necessary. Okay. Yep. So I, I contributed quite a lot. Uh, yeah. 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 Infinite yeah. It depends amount on what you mean by contribute. The, 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 the right? sin that I added to the equation. Um, but as far as like on the other side, on making myself lovely, lovable, love worthy. Mm. Uh, I didn't do anything. And then how about even on the other side of it, on post-cross, post-conversion, is it still all of grace? Or do we get to mix a little works in there? Well, suss that out for me. We we like to mix works in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, no, it's it, and, and this is something that I think, I think we might have touched on it in the last episode or two episodes ago, but it's, we reform, especially us reform folk, mm-hmm. like we love to emphasize the grace that comes in salvation, right? But when it comes to the assurance of our salvation, oh, that's all works, yeah. right? That the favor of God, uh, my standing with God, uh, the fact that God looks at me a certain way is based on what I do and not the merits of Christ, right? The merits mm-hmm. of Christ don't stop at the cross, no. Right. It's not just his merit and his love and his grace to cover our sins. Then we're saved and then it stops. And now get to stepping. <laughs> right. Uh, that's <laughs> you can laugh. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> oh, it hurts me. It doesn't stop. No, it doesn't stop. So when we talk about favor being shown to us. Yeah. Essentially, what we're saying is that we are the. We are given the merits of being obedient sons or daughters when we never were. And and that was procured for us by Christ, Christ. in yep. his life and his death. So his act of obedience right. and his passive obedience. In Say that, that he, again? Wait, you believe in the act of obedience of Christ? Yeah, you I believe, believe in the gospel. Actu- you believe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> in chess, the pawns go first. Ooh, ouch. Uh, yeah, no, exactly, because it, it seems like we, we forget that Christ, when he when it says Christ is the mediator, 
he hasn't moved. Like he he's not the mediator at salvation, and then he steps aside, and then God's looking at us to earn his favor and earn our standing. Like like Christ is still there. He's still actively standing in between us and God oh, yeah. as our representative, right? Yeah, so, ceaselessly making intercession for us. Exactly. So when you are looking at how do we please God, how do we earn God's favor, how do we do all of that, like that's... And you want to be careful here because you don't want to fall into cheap grace, right? Yeah. You don't want to fall into working uh, or, or yeah. you don't want to fall in not having to do anything, right? Again, keeping our keeping our categories clean Yes. when it talks to on what basis are we saved, it's all of him. Now, the life that is changed by that grace then begins to function very differently, just like a corpse right. is very different than a living human being. Right. Um, when we're given new life in Christ, we do begin to live lives of, of obedience, but that obedience is not the foundation or the standard upon which we're saved. Right. We're saved because of what Christ has done and who he is and that that is given to us, not on anything else, not on Mary, not on the right. treasury of merit or slush fund of merit. <laughs> the new merit slush fund. Yeah, the new merit mm. slush fund. Uh, not based on any of that, purely right. of grace. So yeah. h- how would that kind of play that out in the life of a Christian? Like, yeah. uh, obviously, it works its way into what we confess to be true. Right. Um, most of us are, you know, I don't know many folks who are like, I, I totally believe in grace plus works. Um, yeah. but how do, how should this doctrine, maybe that's a better way of saying it. How should the doctrine of, uh, sola gratia impact our life in the way that we live today? Yeah. I think a really big one, uh, kind of going back on what we opened this podcast with is realizing that we are, I will say the word required because I think that's, we, we, we are giving the, the blessing and ability, but we are also required to show our brothers and sisters in Christ, and not just in Christ, like non-believers as well, g- grace. That it, it's it's it, it's that simple. Like like we 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 must show them grace. Sure, we must realize that our brothers and sisters in Christ are the recipients of the same grace that we were. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. And sometimes I think we can interact with our. Christian brothers and sisters in a way that that we expect them to earn it. Yeah, so that goes back to what you were saying, Josh, with the that Facebook post. If our lives have been transformed by God's grace, right, that then makes us into gracious people, or it should make us or into should, a gracious people. And so, whether it's in the way that we think about our how we were saved, or whether it is the way we interact with others, like those who responded to that guy in the um, in the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't even have to agree with the guy. No. But for goodness' sake, you have to be gracious with other people. Right. And you, you use the term. Um, how did you, you? You were talking about that we're, we're called to, we're required to uh, be gracious. We're commanded to. Yeah. When he says to love your neighbor as yourself, that that is in large, um, to large to a large extent, a command to to be grace gracious as you have received grace. It's the same. Same thing we see with forgiveness. To those who've been mm, forgiven much, yeah. we should forgive much. Right. And so the question is, if you look at your life and you say, you know what, I'm not, I don't show grace. Right, right, right. Then it should give us pause to take a step back and say, you know, have I really 
drunk deeply of yeah. God's grace. Oh. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not Ouch. saved, but it just gives Ouch. us time to say, hey, <laughs> have I really experienced, exper- right. I know we don't like that word, experienced yeah. God's well, grace. Well, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can say experience, or I would say, do you actually believe it? You know, you know, do you actually like we, you know, we will confess grace alone. We will confess that, yes, all we have is of grace. Uh, All I, you know, all the theology that I have is because God gave it to me. Um, But then we rant and we rave and we put down people that don't believe the same things we do. Mm -hmm. Um, So so how should we respond to that guy in the group? Uh, Definitely not the way that he did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So don't, don't return fire. Wait. Are you talking, which guy are you talking to? The guy who made the initial post just saying, hey, guys, have a hard time here. Oh, yeah. You then, you, you, you do it like Jesus would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say, okay, hey, you know, like wh- whether or not I agree with what he's saying or not isn't the issue. Everything, my, my answers or my interaction, whether it's online, whether it's in person, you know, preferably in person, uh, needs to be done graciously, needs to be done lovingly, needs to be done with respect and mm-hmm. gentleness. Like we're told in, what is it, First Peter, right? Sure. Um, out of Philippians 4, everything that I'm doing yeah. needs to be done through the love that Christ has shown me, right? So you know who's the harder of those to respond to is going to be the the guy who came out of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's definitely for me, you know, and I'll, I'll confess to you and, and the listeners here, like I, I was angry this morning. Sure. And there might have been some of it that was just anger because I don't like people being rude sure there might have been there there might there might have been some yeah righteous indignation but the cage stage in josh loftus came out and i'm very glad that nothing happened um but but yeah it 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 really frustrates me when i see that and i see it's so easy to pick on him and be like oh you're so ungracious how dare you (laughs) and then look in the mirror and be like oh i kind of sounded like him. i kind of was that guy (laughs) i kind of I kind of did that. <laughs> <laughs> I became, you know, what I so didn't like in others. I had to repent uh-huh. very quickly, and uh, but I still think those things require a response. I yeah. think we should be encouraging even the brothers and sisters that might be a little bit more cagey to use that term in encouraging them in grace and in love and saying, "Hey, let's let's be trying to look and sound and act like Jesus." Here. Does does that mean I have to? Um be soft and squishy on my doctrinal beliefs? No, it doesn't, thankfully. No. <laughs> soft and squishy. No. You don't need to be that. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. You can, I, th- I you think when can people take... think, when they hear you say, be gracious to that guy, it means like surrender your convictions no. and don't believe the things you believe. That's not what we're saying. No. We're saying um, be kind, seek their good, yep. um, give them the benefit of the doubt when you can. Right. And even if it's like blatant error, be nice in the way that you respond to someone. Right. Now, the only time that Jesus kind of wasn't. Um, he had every right to be because they were in his house. They were in his house. And, and oh, they were can the. Can I say he was God? Yeah, there was that. But the, <laughs> there was also the. Uh, it was the self-righteous cagey folks that he was most upset with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's, I mean, that's easy. That's That's both encouraging and very difficult for me because when i get angry at self-righteous cagey folks i'm like oh i'm just like jesus look at me <laughs> i'm gonna go make a whip look at me. i'm gonna go make a whip i'm gonna toss some tables and <laughs> rattle some cages just like jesus right and <laughs> joshua you're over there on your keyboard making I'm a whip just, just, 
like, <laughs> pounding the keyboard. Space bar, space bar, space bar. Whip emoji. <laughs> Whip Do they emo- have one? Whip emoji. <laughs> Martin Luther emoji. <laughs> they should make one. No. Um, yeah, but but and that's a trap I find myself in. Yeah. Because I can very easily be very self-righteous myself and say, oh, yeah. Lord, thank you for not making me like these tax collector cage Ooh, stagers. Nasty. And I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Isn't it so easy to respond to sin with sin? It is the easiest. I think I actually think it's that's it's the hardest to fight against because you feel so right. Yeah. And you can quickly transgress into the wrong. Right. 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 Yeah. Isn't it isn't it so like like we don't know the depths of our own depravity when we can literally point to a scripture, scripture verse. We know sure. we're right. I yeah. know I'm right that this dude was in sin. I know I am. But the problem is that I take that. And I make and, and and I'm prideful about that. Yeah. Right. It's like it's and like I make a whip out of it. It's like yeah, yeah. And then I make a whip out of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. Indiana Jones. Like Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm there with the his whip. Like no, 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 no. This dude's with the sword. I'm Indiana yes. Jones. Just pulls the gun out and just okay. blasts him. Right. Philippians four. Whap. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and it makes me feel good because it puts me in the right. Right. Yeah. Because I know I'm right. Yes. Yes. You have scripture on your side. Well done. But you're an arrogant jerk. That doesn't. That doesn't. You know. Spurgeon said this. Again, I'm bringing up Spurgeon. This is a great quote. Talk to me. He said, no matter what good truths you have to teach, no one will thank you if you do not speak kindly. And you, we know Spurgeon was scared of confronting people. Yeah. Spurgeon, I don't know a preacher that was more kind <laughs> and more loving than Spurgeon, even though he spoke truth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this guy, here's the thing. Whatever this individual had to say, it doesn't matter whether he was right or wrong. Mm-hmm. What matters is how he said it. He he could have he could have been completely right yeah. in the point he was trying to get across, but the problem was how he was saying it and, and, and the words he was choosing to use mm-hmm. and the attitude that he was saying and it's it makes it so no one's gonna listen to you. It makes you ineffective, right? I mean it's what Paul says, if I have, I can speak with the tongues of angels, I can prophesy, I can do all these amazing things, but if I have n- not love, I'm a noisy gong, I'm yeah. a clinging symbol. Yep. I'm useless. And that should flow into our life from our view of the gospel, exactly. that we're saved by grace alone. Yes. We didn't have, we didn't, not only didn't have to earn it, but we could not earn it. Yep. God showed undeserved favor to us, saved us. Now that grace should transform our lives so that mm-hmm. we are then gracious to one another and worshipful back Amen. to him. Preach. Preach it. Daniel, we, we got heavy on this one. Heavy. But that's okay. I think I think I think that's that, that's okay sometimes. But let's uh I'll try to be gracious towards you for doing for going heavy. <laughs> oh, it's my fault. Yeah. yeah, I guess it was my fault. <laughs> I was grumpy this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a bad morning. I'm okay now though. I'm okay now good. though. We have we, we have sussed it, it out. We have sussed yeah, it out. Good. We have exhorted each other to being gracious. Daniel. Yeah. You know what time it is. I know what to- time it is, but do you know what time it is? Well, I think I know what time it is. I think so- it's time for Cordon culture. Cord cordon culture. Which is, now, now who's correct cord? me if I'm wrong. Is that that's your middle name? That that, that is my middle name. Yes. K O R D. So I'm going to flip the tables on you today. You're turning the tables. You are. It is time some for tables. me to kick you some knowledge. Oh no! I'm going to oh, kick no. you. I will culture you no, before this day is this, through. This this isn't going to happen. There's yes, no wow. way. Okay. Here's the thing. If I whatever you're about to show me. Yeah. 
Let's put a little wager on this. A little gentleman's bet. You you will and know then, exactly what it is. And you're going to make me watch all yes. of it, aren't you? It's to oppress you as you oppress oh, me. No. I'm returning okay. evil for evil. Okay. That's yeah. not very gracious. You, you will, I, I guarantee you it's, know it's what this not, is. It's not very gracious. No, it's but it's actually gracious. on the theme of grace. Oh, okay. It is. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it. So the musical extravaganza that you're about to listen to and the visual spectacle excellence that you're about to see (laughs) was originally recorded by this author in 19, well, whatever. Artist? Thing. Yep. Him. I won't tell you his name. Okay. In many ways, he shaped the landscape of what would become the greatest decade of Christian music ever. So the 90s. Yes. This was recorded in t- 1992. Oh, okay. And it will... Uh, Is it Rich Mullins? It will rock you. Just just press the big spacey bar thingy, and uh, bar. I want to know what you're hearing. I want to hear what you're seeing, and I want you to be thinking about grace. Thinking about grace. Yeah, roll okay. it. Okay. All right, here we go. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes, dude. Look at the size the of great his adventure. Look at this hair. <laughs> okay, real talk. <laughs> real talk. I don't mind this. <laughs> oh, Good no. out this morning. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! No, no, no. this makes sense. Yeah. That this makes sense. That you would pick this song. Yeah. It was either going to be this or some like old newsboys. News yeah. yeah, old newsboys. <laughs> Entertaining angels. <laughs> yes. That's, that was Dude, look at the hair. Okay, so he's got, look at the trench coat. Yes. He's got a, the brown trench coat Dude. with the plaid shirt yeah. buttoned all the way up. All the way up All the, the way to the Adam's apple. Dude, he's buttoned to midnight. He's got the 90s hair. Split down the middle, going parting both sides. Oh yeah, you you rocked this look, didn't you? I like, you I wanted to rock, but my mom wouldn't let me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this. Saddle the trench coat was totally a thing horses. in the '90s for homeschool kids. Oh, and they're all riding horses yes, together. They are. There's like the Rocky Mountains in the back. He's yes. on a ranch mm-hmm. with horses. Have you hit the chorus yet? Listen to this chorus. Denim, dude. He's got the denim so jacket. much denim. He has a denim jacket. He's rocking out. It's plaid. He has a plaid jacket as well. Yeah. There's a lot of jackets going on right and now. And a lot of plaid. A Daniel. Lot of denim. But the I, song's about grace. Is it? Is it, it is. I never got... Okay, I thought it was just about being a Christian. No, he talks about like riding through the fields of God's amazing grace. Okay. So yeah. you saw that one line and you were like, I'm going to oppress Josh with this. Yes. Wow. You're welcome. Hey, you know, I'm not as mad or as oppressed as I thought I was going to be. So, so little little nugget of uh, yeah. biography about me. Yeah. My first CD that I was allowed to buy growing yeah. up was a Stephen Curtis Chapman. It was his album Dive. Yes. And I'm my mom almost took it away from me because she said it was too, too rocky. Many BPMs. Too, it, no, it was too aggressive. Too aggressive. She let me too keep aggressive. it. And it, I juggled a lot. Yeah. Yes, background. right. You're a juggler. That yep. with that, that'll come up in other podcasts. Yeah, well. Well, Daniel, we have been on a great adventure 
uh, together. And by a great adventure, I mean this podcast. Yeah. It has, uh, we have. And you rocked the plaid. I rocked the plaid today. I have a coffee stained <laughs> shirt. I kind of feel like I need to be parting my hair down the middle now. Like I did. It was either that or the bowl cut. Like one of the two. One of the two. You had one of those two haircuts. I totally had the bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, um, we have uh, we have come to the end of this podcast, and everybody listening, we hope we did not oppress you too badly. Head on over to iTunes, give us a raving review and a five star rating. We really appreciate that. You can reach us on all the sociables: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Reformatory Pod. We are there for you. And to our listeners, you're welcome for introducing you to the only good music we've had on the podcast thus far. That's debatable, but uh, until next time. Out. Later.